good time of the day. Welcome to another episode of, and when I say I mean, I'm your co-host Austin. And I'm your other co-host Adrian. Welcome to yet another week in the inevitable march of life. Uh, Adrian, Uh, what has this fresh uh, infinity of time brought you? Um, it hasn't really been an infinity of time. Uh, I digress or disagree. I also <laughs> digress. But so, um, uh, people consider time to be non-discrete. Uh, so if time really is non-discrete, there's there's an infinite of ta- amount of time between any two points. It's like a number line. Okay. Well, I will let you know that that is not how. It feels in my reality. Right, right. It doesn't feel like there's an infinity of numbers between 0 and 1, but there are. No, it does feel that way. It does not feel like there's an infinity of time between today and last week when we talked. Well, you had a good week then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it was pretty good. Um, Let's see. I watched, so I will say maybe spoilers for this episode, but I watched mm-hmm. two Oscar movies since the last time we met. Nice. What um, were they? A Star is Born and Black Klansman. Okay. Um, I'm watching Green Book tomorrow. Okay. And let's see what else I do. Really Got just out. prepping for the Oscars. That's what I've been doing a lot recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've been going to my favorite coffee shop in the mornings on a very regular basis. Cool. So getting back in the back in the swing of that. Um, played one of my or some of my friends from work are making their own board game, and so I mm-hmm. got to do some play testing of that last weekend. By the way, did you did you play any board games last week? Um. Other than that one, no, I don't think so. I forgot to say I played a board game last week. Wow. I played two different board games. One of them was new, and I'm like, ah, I can't believe I forgot to say this because I'm like Adrian up in here playing all the board games. That's true. Um. Yeah, got outside on a Saturday, which was a beautiful day. Well, how? Um, Why? How and why? Yeah. Take some pictures, just explore nature. Hang no, out no, no. How is it why how is it a beautiful day? It was like we got like a foot of snow. On Saturday? Yeah. No, it was sunny and gorgeous. Well <laughs> Potsdam, why do you gotta be this way? I don't know. Let me show you uh, let me find a picture. Uh, I was shocked that people were getting snow yesterday, Wednesday, throughout the country. Uh-huh. And the country, I mean, like, between Pittsburgh and New York City. And we didn't get any snow. Okay, we we got, like, normal maintenance kind of snow. But no, we, got, we didn't we get got, real snow. We got snow last night. I mean, it, again, we didn't get real, real snow. We got, um, we just got a dusting. Like, maybe, yeah, like, maybe, it was maybe snowing. Maybe two to three inches. But it's almost always snowing here, so that's not news. Right. See, here's, let's see. Can I share this picture? Can you see? Yeah, this? you can. I can. This was this was part of my day outside. It was beautiful. wow. It's it's a lot snowier than I would have thought, but I mean, that is the pretty. sun is shining. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's see. What else was I gonna say? There was one more thing I was gonna add. Oh, guess what I did on Saturday? Saturday uh, afternoon. I don't know. I called Oliver. And got to wish oh. him a happy birthday. Guess what I did Saturday morning? Did you call Oliver and wish him I a happy did. birthday? Yes, I did. Was he eating pancakes? Uh, No, he was eating checks for nice. his knack. Nice. So Rice checks. Solid, solid. So that was it. That was also. Uh, How was he later in the afternoon? Um, he was good. He was very excited about his water bottle. He thought I was you mm. for most of the time. Oh else, yeah, that's because I. Or else your I hit name the is iron just easier to say. While it was hot, got a, He thought mom and dad were me too. Solid. Um, and then by the time 
the, our call was about to end, he was getting pretty rowdy. So, hmm. um, and then on Sunday, two-year-olds. Yeah, and then Sunday I was chatting with mom and dad too. So I was a, I had a pretty good week. That is also what I did Sunday. Also, uh, uh, again, sorry, I just have too many things to say. Maybe about my. That's week. fine. We had so yesterday we had community group, and wow, are you giving me mean faces? <laughs> what I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, this will be the last thing. Yesterday we had community group. We made cookies on Tuesday. That was when I also watched Black Klansmen, so I did those at the same time. And then we handed wow, out cookies, a, gave away cookies. Um, I also made cookies in the middle of Black Klansmen, so apparently oh, it's a thing to do. Apparently, um, and. Yeah, met some people. Gonna probably bring some people some meals. Had some good conversations. It was good. Nice. It's been a good week. I was I was weeping over a Dutch oven of spices yesterday and onions. Uh we were making chickpea curry. Mm-hmm. Uh and onions are very uh I, I wanted oh, there to be a word repugnant to your eyes uh but i don't think such a word exists that's just onions yeah right no 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 it turns out if you put ginger and garam masala and curry powder and pepper and cayenne pepper Mm -hmm. into a dutch oven full of onions it is just an all-out assault on your senses Wow, I believe it. Uh, it's, you you I, usually find yourself crying when you're cutting onions. Only yellow onions. Interesting. Uh, I had some, some red onions and cut them fine. Uh, and then Aldi only had yellow onions the other day. Well, it was actually, the recipe that I was making called for yellow a yellow onion. So I had to buy like seven of them. Naturally. Outrageous. There was also garlic there. Um, so, uh, if a vampire, sorry, go ahead. If a vampire had been there, they would have instantly died. I think. Um, Solid. I have lots of garlic in my house. Yeah. But anyway, it was good. Uh, we also made naan from scratch. Though, to be fair, we did not grind our own flour, nor did we culture our own yogurt. You put yogurt in the naan? Yeah, that's what the recipes all call for. Curious. Yogurt, I think, is a much more uh, staple food outside of the United States. I think that's fair. uh, I do like yogurt, um, as does Terry. So Mm. let's let's bring it back. Um, (laughs) Terry Cruz? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He does love yogurt. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Um. I'm not sure if I like yogurt. I kind of have a... What about Greek yogurt? Uh, nah. Nah. Uh, uh, Maybe if it has fruits in it. No. <laughs> Fruit at the bottom is the worst. That's the only no. way to eat yogurt. No. If, if Mix in the fruit for me. I'm not your maid. No. Why? What's so... It's not that hard to just mix in the fruit, dude. No. It's awful. Hmm. I, fruit at the bottom is my least favorite way to eat yogurt. Fair. I don't know why I don't like yogurt, but I I mean obviously yogurt and cottage cheese are very different things, but it's I a love milk cottage thing, cheese and I don't like like yogurt really that. You much. love I mean, milk. I love milk. That's true. I had the glass for dinner. But <laughs> just a glass of milk for dinner? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> No, I had it with my dinner. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man, no. No, I had a breakfast sandwich with a glass of milk. But it's Mid- nighttime. Yeah, well, you know, in a lot of other people's houses besides ours growing up, you could drink milk at other times besides Oh, I was making part of the breakfast sandwich, too. Oh, no, you should just eat breakfast all the time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things about our household. Yeah. I feel like we should offer an apology to our mother for all the slandering we did about having birthday parties as children. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I had a first and second birthday party 
But then I was talking to when I was talking to Anthony Alana, they said Austin kind of got shafted. So that's probably true. I remember many birthdays that I had. Adrian had yeah. I remember Adrian's birthday parties. Yeah, I had. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so sad. (laughs) It does sound sad. I had all those birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese. You had a Lord what? Yeah, like from okay. I don't. I do not remember that. I went to Chuck E. Cheese all three years, and then there's like the Martins came with us. I don't remember. There's any that, of that classic picture of like me and Holly sitting in like the Chuck E. Cheese. I think you made that was when I was no, that was when I was the awkward cousin no one wanted to hang out with. Okay, so that was okay when you and Holly were best friends. Yeah, think times have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I did. So I'm I sure I did other birthdays. things this week. <laughs> Did you end up having that birthday themed graduation party? No, fortunately. Mm. Mm. Or I don't know. Mm. I'm sure it would have been nice. Mhm. Anything else exciting? Um probably. But some of it will be talked about later. Okay. So should we just dive in? Yeah. If you okay, so diving in. If you haven't caught the subtle hints slash not very subtle hints, yep. we're gonna be talking about Oscar movies today. Mm-hmm. The Oscars are on Sunday night, the ninety-first annual Oscars. Do do we know who Oscar is? Uh, no, I do not know who Oscar is. I okay. also don't know if Oscar is a person. So where does the name come from? Like, I'm sure there are people named Oscar. Though I've never met one. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Google will tell us. Yeah. So I think I don't really know, but I think there's the perception that if you care about Oscar movies, then that's like a pretentious thing. Oh, Maybe okay. it's true. Maybe it's not. Um but, I mean, Black Panther is nominated for Best Picture, and everybody loves Black Panther, and it's not pretentious. So, um, But, yeah, so kind of what I want to talk about is less about, like, what makes these movies great. Well, maybe we can talk – maybe that will come into a little bit. But instead of, like, nitpicking about why the art of movies – again, we can appreciate that a little bit. But I think, like, the question I want to answer is why are Oscar movies important? Okay. Well, do you want to go a different direction? First, to clear things up, Oscar is the nickname of the statues. um, And there's apparently disputed origins of the name for Oscar, uh, the statue. Uh, Betty Davis, who was the president of the Academy, Claims she named the Oscar after her first husband. And other people claimed that it just came up organically on the set. So, at who the knows? very first Oscars ever? What was it I, called? I don't. What was the first one called? The, the Academy this, Awards? The It is the Academy mm, Awards. Yeah. But it's just called the Oscars because uh, the statues are mm. all nicknamed Oscar. It's called the Oscar Statuette. Okay, so it's a it's the Academy Awards is actually what it is. Yep, but anyway, I was not paying attention. I heard that movies are pretentious, and then was very distracted by Oscar. Okay, that's that's okay. the The question, this is the question that I'm kind of interested in ask, okay. answering, and then I'm also interested in hearing where you kind of want to go with this. Why are Oscar movies important to me personally? especially recently, I think that they are important. Um, but I don't know if everybody feels the same way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you kind of want to dive into and look at today? Um, I, I, should we care about what the Academy has to say? Okay. Okay. Um, so let's, I think we should address that first. Yep. I, I don't know. I am of, I am of, many minds of whether or not we should care about what the Academy says or not. Me, a notorious man of the persons who uh, reads the completely uh, non-elite magazine, The Atlantic, Mm -hmm. 
Um, I, no I paywall. So, right, right. No, you don't have to pay for it. Of course, it's yeah. Anyone can access it. Anyway, I I am inclined to say we should care about the Oscars because of my general approach to reviews. Uh, okay. I think ideally, the members of the Academy are people who know things about movies and acting and such. And so, because they are experts in their respective fields, we should care about their opinions in those things. Uh, so, for example, I was looking up reviews of the book Black Leopard, Red Wolf, or Wolf, uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and I saw that it had some rating on Goodreads, and I'm like, "Get out of here, Goodreads! I don't, I don't want, I don't want to hear your opinion, because I don't value Goodread reviews, right? Because they're just random. Who knows who? Mm-hmm. Anyone can review a book on Goodreads, and who knows what their credentials are? Who knows what they like in books? Who knows what they, what, like what experience? Maybe this is the first book they've ever read." Unlikely, but it's possible, right? Um, and so, why would I, why would I value the opinion of someone who might have no idea what they're talking about? Uh, and so, as a man of the people, I'm inclined to say we should care about the Oscars because these are the people who know things about movies. Uh, but I, I am increasingly skeptical of the Academy's abilities yeah i i agree with that that we should listen to them because they apparently are the professionals but like i don't really know who the academy is i don't know who is a part of the academy i don't know any of their credentials um i don't know any of that um and also in recent years, I have watched a lot of the movies mm-hmm. nominated for Best Picture, and I usually well, okay, that's not true. Last year was maybe an outstanding year, but um, I haven't always agreed with their selection for Best Picture. I can understand it. Well, no, last again, last year. <laughs> I'm I. Ugh. Anyways, um. But I so I don't think I don't think that I think the the category of best picture has lost its uh, I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say but I I worry it's losing what it should be as a category um, mm-hmm. in some ways um, and so should we trust them? Yes and no. Um, What I would say is yes to the extent that they're going to pick movies that are both good cinemagraphically as well as the idea of telling stories. But don't necessarily say – you don't necessarily have to agree with every decision that they make. I disagree though. Um I so I have I have recently just lost much faith in the academy. Okay. Uh, in, in in perhaps this year alone, uh, because I thought they overlooked lots of great movies this year. Specifically, Can you give me an example. <laughs> specifically, Eighth Grade and First Reformed, which I think are are two movies that are better than almost all the Best Picture nominees. Uh, and they, eighth grade was completely snubbed by the Oscars and first reformed was, uh, nominated for best original screenplay. And that was it. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was all a disgrace. And so I'm like, who is like, who is the Academy trying to be? Cause I either, I either want them to be more, uh, popular oriented or way more film snobby, and I, I, so what? What worries me is all these moves the academy has taken to be more relevant, uh, and like to get ratings up. I, I, I feel like they just need to take the L, be like, okay, we're not going to be a cultural event. 
let's just be as film snobby as we can. Because that's where I think their value is. They, like, I imagine that the Academy is full of film snobs. So let's embrace that. Let's, like, get as filmy as you can. I guess why not do both? I think I kind of agree with what you're saying, but I think the problem with what is happening in the the Academy Awards is they, they aren't sure what they're trying to do. Yeah, I agree. They, they don't know if they want to, which is maybe what you've just said, but they, they, they are faltering back and forth between one or the other and then therefore have just collapsed into something that may not have any meaning. So yeah. I guess when I say why not do both, I'm saying like, why don't you have changed the categories? Oh my goodness. But you have, you have a category not for best picture, but you have a category that says, okay, this is what was the, what was the thing that you didn't like about it? Not the snobbiness, but the cultural something or other. I don't know. I think, I think they're too swayed by movies that do well. Okay. I, th uh, okay. That's not what I guess I was thinking you were saying then. Um, I don't think that they care about movies that do well. I think they care more about movies that are important and, and say something about the culture. But, but like, a... in, in in what universe have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Okay, I have not seen Bohemian Rhapsody, and I apologize to anyone who may be offended by this. No. Mm -hmm. What world is Bohemian Rhapsody the best movie of the year? Or one of the eight best movies of the year? Um, let me look at what it's against because I would say that Bohemian Rhapsody was better than A Star Is Born. Okay, kick them both out. I'm cool. I'm like, that sounds great to me. Um, I would also say that it was better than Vice, probably. Kick that one out too. That's that's fine with me. Um, so again, but like, what is your criteria for best movie? But like a good use of the medium of film. And I don't think a star, no, uh, I don't think Bohemian Rhapsody is, because it's it's boring. Have you watched it? No, but I've, <laughs> I have, I have, I have done many things about it. It's, it's a, it's a story that's been told lots of times before. Okay, like what? Like some guys rise, it's like a Star Is Born, right? They're it's kind of the same plot. Than a Star Is Born. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Have you Someone's seen rise? You from haven't seen either of these movies to Starhood, and that causes their life to fall apart, and someone dies. I don't. But think you're right. I haven't seen either of the movies. Rhapsody. They are very different movies. Uh, I okay, would say. I. I think Bohemian Rhapsody is boring. Okay, well, you should watch it. You might still say it's boring, but you should still watch it. Okay. I, I don't – so I guess, like, maybe that's the problem, right? Like, how – so, like, you say Bohemian Rhapsody is boring. Would you say Roma is boring? No. See, you're too much inside of your own head because – Oh, like, yeah, I know I am. Everyone else would say that Roma is extremely boring and the worst movie they've ever seen. And Bohemian Rhapsody is actually interesting. No, like, like look at Roma. Right. So I guess I'm just saying, like, put yourself in somebody else's position, not just always thinking about, like, what do you personally think is a more interesting movie? I think a more interesting movie is one that does new things with film. I mean, what is Roma doing that's new? Uh, it 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 takes forever. It's black and white. It's it's in Spanish. It's about uh, the life of this person who y you normally wouldn't see. Like how many how many movie how many biopics have we seen about musicians? How many movies have you watched about a housekeeper? Right. Okay, I can agree with you there. But you're talking more about like the black and whiteness and all of this other stuff. All movies used to be black and white. Like that, yeah, but it wasn't a choice then. Okay. Well, I still don't think it. Like. Roma is intentionally black and white. Right. 
again, that that's fine, and I agree. I think Roma is a better movie than Bohemian Rhapsody. But what I'm, but I don't think that you can say that Bohemian Rhapsody is boring or doesn't deserve to be a, a best picture. Um. Okay. Can I talk about Green Book then? Because I've seen Green Book. Sure. I, I also don't it, think so I won't Green be Book, able to defend it. I don't think Green Book deserves to be best picture, because I like. I I I agree. In in a great world, the Oscars choose movies that are f- fun for. No, <laughs> I don't think they should choose things that are fun for everyone. I think they should choose movies that are good artistically, as well as not only like three people have seen the movie. Um. Because I I think what what could be done with the Oscars is to draw attention to the details that make movies movies and different than other things. Um, but I thought I thought Green Book was boring, like from a cinematograph cinematographical I don't know the word. Mm-hmm. But cinematography I thought was boring like. It's just like everything was lit naturalistically, and uh, there was only one time where I was like, oh, that was nice editing, but it's just like all the choices that it made from a cinematographic standpoint were the ones I expected it to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that this maybe gets at what I think is the answer to my question is why do Oscar movies matter to me? I think Oscar movies matter less because of their cinematography and don't get me wrong. I love cinematography and like you should watch Roma just for the cinematography. You should watch cold war for the cinematography. You should watch, uh, what's the one with the, the bear, uh, the Revenant. The Revenant for the cinematography. You should you should do those things. But I think another thing about movies, and so you talked earlier about how like doing things that only movies can do, or you can only do in the format of movies. I am increasingly changing my thoughts on like storytelling through movies, and that it doesn't necessarily have to be okay. You need to be doing like crazy cinematic things but just putting like experiencing movies is so very different than experience at least again for me and i don't read as many books as you do but experiencing a book so for instance there's a book that black klansman is based off of and i could read the book mm-hmm. right and i could can, i can put i would be able to kind of put myself into that picture and put that myself into that movie but i don't think that i'm going to be able to have the same experience and like be able to see things and hear things and the tone of voice of people and the way that just all of these things happen that like actually makes me uncomfortable Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as a human being as i'm watching this movie and 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 so and and I felt that way for other movies as well. Um, where's my trusty list to add up? Um, I mean, not in, in completely, but even even moments in like Roma or even A Star Is Born or Bohemian Rhapsody, right? I'm I, the movie has brought me into a place where I am experiencing it in a different way than I could because it's a movie. Okay. So I think that's why that's why Oscar movies are important because they challenge me to put myself into uncomfortable situations that I then have to deal with and experience those things and deal with the feelings and emotions that it puts me into. But uh, yeah, I, I just my 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 point would be use Use everything at your disposal. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I think realism is overrated. So for me, Green Book is, is too dedicated to realism. And I think it would benefit 
from doing from doing non-naturalistic things that you can do in movies. So, um, so like Vice or The Big Short would do. Is that kind of what yeah. you mean? Yeah, I like that. Or like in uh, the, at the very end of Black Klansman, not the very end, but almost the end, where there's that double dolly shot where uh, Ron and his girlfriend are just like mm-hmm. floating through this hallway toward to, it, to, it, it like that's something you like you can't convey that writtenly mm-hmm. um and it's not how people actually move but it it changes how you interact with the scene because it makes it feel like inevitable that people are just like progressing inevitably to their doom mm-hmm. um so because yeah, movies, there's so much to a movie. There's sound and, like, it's it's paintings, music, and narrative all intertwined. Mm-hmm. So, so don't limit yourself, I think, don't limit yourself in the techniques of any of those because the best results come from the cohesion of all, of of everything that you have. I I mean I th- I th- kind of agree with that, but in other ways I don't because I think yes, do challenge some of those spaces. But I think if you try to do something where you're challenging your narrative form, your visual form, and your music, like if if you do all these things, it's not you run the risk of no longer being congruent and just being confusing to people and it's just like surreal and you're just like what is happening that's what i want from movies though (laughs) right but i don't think that that makes a good movie like i don't like for the music to be good i want it to be there and me not really notice it because if that's the case then it means that the music has perfectly woven itself into the film and so the music can pull me into this feeling or pull me into that feeling or calm me down or whatever. And I don't even really notice it's happening, but the music is doing that without me noticing. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't think that you have to do something crazy with the music in order for me to realize, or like for me to enjoy it. Like it, it, it it doesn't have to be non-traditional. It doesn't have to fit into it. And honestly, I didn't really even like that shot in Black Klansman because I was like, what is even happening in this shot? Like, it's weird. It doesn't fit with the rest of the movie. Like, Yeah, I don't want... th- that, that makes it meaningful. Okay. Because I, d- I don't know. It, because it's so different than everything else, it's like, wait, what's going on? Wh- what's happening? Like, what what's changed here? Right, it just seemed distracting to me. That's the that that is when things change, though. That's that's when that's when the clan comes back. Like that's when bad things are happening. Right, I understand that, but I don't think that like I don't think it was because of that that I understood what was happening. That should help, though. I guess I I kind of disagree. So I, I, I guess I I. I don't think they all need to be doing things, but I think you should you should be challenging with one of them at least. So it's like how I think about books. Like to me, good books challenge one at least one aspect of what makes a novel. Mm-hmm. So like there are five main characteristics of novel like plot, uh style, character, setting, and something else. And so I to me I think a novel is good if it's challenging one of those conceptions of what a novel is. Mm-hmm. So like the book Maiden Hair by Mikhail Shishkin it tries to have no characters. Uh and only the styles are the characters that carry you through. So I think that's fun and good. 
So, like, I think that, even though I also have not, haven't seen it, um, A Quiet Place is better than Green Book because it's using sound in such a distinctive way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, I don't think Green Book is doing anything challenging. I mean, isn't it cha- telling a challenging story? I think it thinks it is, but I don't think it is. Okay. Do you think Black Klansman is telling a challenging story? Um, I think it is at the end. What do you mean? At the very, like... Um, I don't know. It probably depends on who you are. Uh, but I I think it it doesn't really tell a challenging story until it comes full circle with the last montage to say though it's not very it's not a very subtle movie. Uh, but saying this is the inevitable consequence of failures in the past, I think it brings it full circle. Mm-hmm. I thought one of the brilliant things that it did was and actually it was something that Vice also did similar things too was um just tie in all these little lines from things that Trump says or Trump usually yeah. or like mm-hmm. has been has been known to say and so you know lots of characters had that had that done or that that scene where he's like when they he like finds out about who David Duke is Mm-hmm. And he's like, how would anybody that, how would, you know, nobody like that would ever become president. And he's like, yeah, yeah. That's very naive, naive of you to say. Right. So and, not very subtle. Right. Um, but like, it's, it's because of those things. And I think just the nature of the story that is challenging. I mean, it was challenging right. for me to watch. Um, so, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I see what you're saying, um, and I think that, that that's good. I'd love to see that in movies, but I also think that, like, the stories that are being told can be the thing that is challenging to the media format. Yeah, I think they can. I just... I don't... <laughs> I don't think a Freddie Mercury biopic is or I mean, green book is again i haven't seen green book but i think the thing about um bohemian rhapsody that it's saying that is challenging is that like what matters more are your friendships than like your other relationships like it's it's your friendships that can like help you get through the hard times not your other relationships i don't think a lot of people are telling that story um okay i could be wrong may like maybe bohemian rhapsody is amazing and i I am just needlessly hating on it i'm not saying it's amazing right and i'm not saying you're gonna like it i just think that it's not as terrible as what you're saying and i think it is still worthy of being up for best picture and i think who's his name is going to win best actor so like i think that that is also a reason to watch it ethan hawk should be best actor again you're just biased i know i am biased but (laughs) uh i was reading an article in the new york times because i'm an everyman of the persons uh you have to pay to get the new york times not if you're using an incognito window. Fun okay. fact. Um, where So for Valentine's Day, they did a weird thing of people writing love letters to their favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, this one was about how Ethan Hawke got robbed for his performance in First Reformed. Also, I learned that he's written two novels. Nice. So you just find news that matches what you believe. Yeah, my phone does it for me. Solid.
Mm-hmm. Glad to glad to hear that. that. That gives me confidence for the world. Right, but that's like. Um, so so, what's the point of the academy? Is is the point of the academy saying these are the tastes that you should have in movies? So this is why it goes back to why I think there needs to be more than one category besides just best picture, right? Because I think or the cinematography category needs to be better or like we need to care more about those movies. Because like I, sound so, mixing. Right. So like, I think like those movies need to have their own thing because I think that, yes, we should care about movies as an art form. I agree with that. But I also think we need to care about story. It's to care about movies because of the stories that they're telling and the perspectives that they're bringing and the challenges that they're making us be challenged by. And so I think that's where the Academy is torn right now is because traditionally it probably has been more of the art of, I, I mean, I don't really know this, but I don't the either. art of, of making movies, but maybe it has been right. Because I, I don't know, to be honest, like, like why shouldn't movies be about telling the stories and, and focusing on those things? Right. Because I mean, you don't complain about that in music. You praise that in music, right? Because like, yes, you want good music and you want music that is challenging things, but you also think what, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, but I think another part of that is good about music is that it's bringing up perspectives and telling stories that we don't know. And so like, I think if that's important in other art forms, why shouldn't it be also just as important in music? Well, no, I agree. Like if the storytelling is great and music great, but if the music's bad, it you know you can't. You need to have both. Right, but you're not sitting there like. I don't know. Like it, there's there's not like it's that nuanced in music. I mean, it is, but it isn't, right? What? Like from music to like one person making music to another person isn't really that nuanced i guess if you're in the same genre or category i disagree <laughs> but that uh, okay maybe that's true but that's that's uh, that's like a really boring that's such a, a limiting way to look at movies that's like saying okay all genre movies have the same cinematography that might be true but some of them are still really good and just because things are similar to each other doesn't mean we shouldn't point out the ones that are really great. Right, but why are they really great? Because they're doing new things or they're they're executing things really well. Okay. I I still think that the story is very integral to what makes any form of art good. I agree, but that like that doesn't mean you can it can be the rest of it can be boring. Right. No, I agree with that. But I don't think that we need to but I don't want to lose the story at the expense of having a great movie. No, I I because I, I just think that think that's I think that that loses all meaning. People should be no point people that. should be good enough to have the cinematography helped the story and the story helped the cinematography and the music helped the cinematography and the music helped the story. All of them should be working in concert. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. They're like that. Those are the movies. I want them to either be pushing things or working like be a, a unified whole. Like, mm-hmm. so for First Reformed, I think, I, I'm sure I've said this before, but I think just the choice in aspect ratio is is so purposeful and effective in that movie because by having the screen taller than it is wide or it looks that way because of optical illusions, it it changes how you look at the churches. So the First Reformed church is a very old school, tall 
narrow church. And so that fits well in the frame. And then you, there's a shot where you come to this mega church mm-hmm. and that mega church is just like sprawling outside of the boundary of the frame. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so, it's a, such a contrast to what we've seen up to that point. I think that's a great way for cinematic choices and story choices to be working together to, to have more meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah, or I like, there are like many dramatic music cues in eighth grade, and those, because so much of the of eighth grade is like the subjective experience of Kayla, the music is crazy and over dramatic, but that that's how she's experiencing the world. Like it cuts into slow mo, and the lighting is dramatic, the music's dramatic, and I'm like. Yeah, that that gives us a better picture of what's going on in Kayla's brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. How we want... So what we want from movies are great stories that are being enhanced by the cinematography the storytelling, how it's told, and the music that is being brought. Yeah, like you can you can have meaning in all the different parts of a movie, so use all of them to have more meaning. Okay, okay. I just don't want to lose the meaning by trying to break the rules yeah i agree okay so though though though, i i will i will say i would i would rather break the rules than not right and i would i am biased that. that way yep yep and i mean if you have listened to this podcast and know that austin loves frank ocean and bonnie vare uh, so I I don't think I've ever recommended Frank Ocean. Really? Mm-hmm. I was going to today because I don't think I ever have. But but it, but it makes sense, right? So mm-hmm. so if you're thinking about, so Austin wants the wants people to be breaking the rules, breaking the traditions of what we traditionally see in movies, or if you know his musical taste, this recently breaking those rules in music too, right? So Bonnie Vare, especially in Twenty Two a Million, and Frank Ocean are just doing absolutely like crazy things with music. And sometimes it's brilliant, right? And mm-hmm. I can appreciate it. But uh, Austin has even deeper appreciation just because they're doing something outside of it. Yeah. So like I I'm listening to this podcast which may this is like almost a recommendation. It is a recommendation, but it, it, we're almost at that time anyway. It's called mm-hmm. Dissect I, this guy's taste in music is almost exactly mine at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so the first season is To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Season two is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye, which I skipped. Season three is Frank Ocean. And season four is The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Um, so in his episode about... Um, Bad Religion by Frank Ocean, which I think is a beautiful song. Uh, he talks about how the story is is being complemented by the music, um, it's, and like the really technical choices in the music that you just feel how those help tell the story. So there's a part that goes, "If it brings me to my knees." And the knees is really held long and dramatically, but it's a a half it you know it's going up towards this final note, and then the final note is a half step lower than you think it should be, and the chord underneath of it is really um dissonant, so that dissonance and the the lowered expectations are all you know this climatic moment where uh 
this guy's life is falling apart-ish. So, I, like, that's what I want for movies, too. I want all those things to be working together to be better than the sum of their parts. Those movies are few and far between. Yeah, let, so the Academy, when they come, pick them. Right. So, should we listen to the Academy? Do we, Should we care? Should we watch the movies that they tell us to watch? I don't know. Um, I think so. But go for deep cuts. Because uh, I, I think that's where the real good stuff is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, too... So I think... I I so I think my answer is don't care about what they pick as the best but use their nominations as a guide. Yeah, um, like Wikipedia. Yeah. Um I love Wikipedia too. Um So I think and I think I talked about it a little bit before but again like I think one of the one of the most compelling things to, to about these Oscar movies this year to me and about years in the past too is that you're able to put yourself into a situation that I would never experience ever um, and fo- force myself to think about things that either I subconsciously believe or the culture around me believes or other people believe who are very different from me and so I think that those things are important. I was there's just like so for Black Klansman, for example, like to me that was there was a lot of times in that movie that was really hard to watch or mm-hmm. at least listen to and just kind of experience. But I think that it's really important to put yourself into those situations. And especially I mean it's a movie, right? I'm sitting in my living room baking cookies but I'm still able to put myself into a situation where I can, to a very small extent, experience and understand what these people went through in that time, even though I have, like, I will never understand. But I think that movies help us get to that small bit of understanding so we can grow and care about other people that are different from us and have different experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I think that's why I think everyone should watch Eighth Grade, because I have never been so anxious for someone in a movie, and so relieved for someone in a movie as Eighth Grade. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would I would recommend it. I think. If you look at a movie and you're like, I don't like that or I don't want to watch it because I disagree with them or something, I think that means you should probably watch it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> I, I think that we don't challenge ourselves enough. And I think, well, probably all stories, but especially movies do a really good job of of allowing ourselves to be challenged because you're forcing yourself to experience it for two hours, right? Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you can think about it afterwards. But That's your recommendation for the week? Um, Kind of. I can maybe... Yeah, we can, we'll leave it there for now. Okay. Um, but I would definitely recommend Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably... Let me look at the list again. But I think if you would watch... If you could only choose one movie to watch from the list of best pictures, I would probably say Black Klansman. And then probably Roma second. I think I'd go... Black Panther. Yeah. I don't know. I so, like, personally, I would say Roma. But if I was just blindly recommending a movie to someone, from that, from those... Eight, it'd probably be Black Panther. Fair. Um, but anyway, I 
I saw the Lego movie part two nice. uh Friday. Um I was, was I was cautious because lots of reviews said it was way worse than the first one. But I found that to be not true. Uh I thought it was really good. And nice. it's a it's a very different story because you know that it's about a kid playing with toys. Mm-hmm. Uh it's not a dramatic reveal this time like it was in the first Lego movie. Right. But uh, that that just changes how you you interact with the story. So now then the second one it's more about growing up and growing up with siblings. Um as opposed to like a guy a, a boy and his dad. It's mm-hmm. uh about him and his sister. Um mm. So it's still good. There's a lot more singing in this one. Uh, so look out for that. I, I do think, I do think the first one is probably better, but this one, the second one isn't just like stunningly worse. Right. The first one is great though. If you haven't seen the first Lego movie, Mm. Mm. uh, it's good. Um, I finished a book called blindness by Jose someone and it's, it's not a, I don't know. I guess I don't recommend it. Um, I I was just very off-put from almost the beginning uh, because I felt like the narrator didn't trust me at all. The author's name is Jose Saramago. And a friend recommended me this book. And I'm like, oh, this won the Nobel Prize. This should be good. Mm-hmm. And then I was just I was just constantly disappointed uh and because so right at the beginning it's like one of the characters says oh maybe i've why deserved this and it's like she thought this because of the bad things that she had been doing i'm like narrator get off my back like i know that i've read a book before like i i know things and then there's another part like towards the middle of the book where uh some soldiers had shot some of the the people and it's like they're they're about to go outside again and mm-hmm. it's like oh remember the last time the people got shot when they went outside i'm like narrator that was like 100 pages ago like i less than 100 pages ago like i can remember things like mm-hmm. y- you don't have to tell me that i've read books before I like I got this, man. Um so I was very frustrated by that. And it, it was just like it reminded me a lot of Lost uh in a weird way because it's about people finding themselves in a situation where they kind of lose their past life and are thrown together with a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. uh and they have to learn how to live together or else they're going to die alone. Uh that's a Lost quote there. And nice. um yeah, and it's very preoccupied with uh morality and what the how does our previous life affect us now? Can we be redeemed for things we've done in the past, etc. So, mm-hmm. I I found it not to be shockingly original, but maybe I should give it the benefit of the doubt of being the first book like this, but it was written in like 99, so I'm also skeptical of that. So mm-hmm. I don't know why it won the Nobel Prize. <laughs> Blindness. Yes. There it is. Dissect is great, though. Uh, if you're interested in going ludicrously in-depth on hip-hop slash R&B music, mm-hmm. it's the podcast for you. Cole Kushner is the host. Solid. You can find it on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs> oh, you can only find this podcast on iTunes and Google Play. So. Well, he's sponsored by by uh, Spotify. Spotify now. He wasn't for the first season, and now he is. And uh, so good for Cole. Yeah, there you go. It's ninety-eight actually, for- but still. Blindness. For blindness. 
Blindness has only been around since 1998. The book. Yep. Well, we'll probably end it there. Yep. If if you have thoughts and questions, tell I'm us excited. how wrong we are. I'm excited for the Oscars it. to be over. Uh, so then I can just have a good long complaint about it and then be done with it. Okay. Okay. What if uh, First Reform wins Best Adapted? If First Reform wins Best Picture, I'll be happy. (laughs) It won't win Best Picture. It's not nominated. This is not a joke. La La Land is not the winner. It's First Reformed. (laughs) Yes. Well, send us in your questions if you have them. Our email address is... And when I say I I mean at gmail.com. It's pretty... All lowercase. Mm -hmm. Does capitalization matter in email addresses? It does not, no. Okay. Why do people specify that? Or is that just me? I don't know. But I'm pretty confident it does matter. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Have a nice week. And we'll see you next week. 